Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. And water safety advocates are calling for an urgent change to Auckland's navigational bylaw. Currently, skippers of vessels under six metres can choose whether people on board wear life jackets or not. So what is the need for change? Well, Bronwyn Kurz is the is the strategy manager for Waiora Tamaki Makoto, Auckland's water safety and drowning prevention strategy. Kia ora, Bronwyn. Welcome to the programme. Kia ora. Thank you so much, um, Mark, for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Tell us more about this change you're looking for. So currently our bylaw gives the, um, the skipper greater discretion about um, how we actually use our life jackets on board mm. um, and more discretion than even um, other areas or regions. Currently our bylaw says that um, personal flotational devices or life jackets must be worn on recreational vessels six metres or less in length. However, and this is the however that we're working on, um, this doesn't apply if the skipper changes um, their view on whether the conditions are calm enough mm-hmm. um, and that the, those on the boat can take it off their life jacket off. So that um, level of discretion is what we're wanting to address and to amend. Um, and the challenge for us is it's not a complete uh, navigational bylaw change, it's just purely an amendment. So working with the council, um, thankfully they see this as being a short-term edit and we'll be able to actually move on it reasonably quickly. And you say Auckland is uh, slightly more relaxed about this than other areas of New Zealand? Yes, so the interesting thing is throughout the New Zealand um, space, the bylaws, we've got six different bylaws operating right across the country, so there's no consistency. And with our boating community being so mobile, it's quite difficult for everybody to comply. For example, if I'm an Auckland boatee and I go into the Waikato um, spaces, water spaces, they have a much stronger uh, bylaw than what we we have here regionally. Um, So our boaties don't see any consistency. Um, we have, as we all know in the Auckland region, great water spaces to play around in, um, but we actually have 27 of our Auckland drownings that are associated with craft, so it's a very high percentage. And when we dive deep into that percentage, about 73% of the people who drown um, between 2015 and 2022, for example, had life jackets available but not worn. So people are aware that life jackets are important, but the next step of wearing them is what we're wanting to push for um, because if the skippers have that discretion of saying, no, it's not uh, dangerous enough or it's calm as or they've got this other thought process going on, Mm. um, then it's their discretion to say you don't have to wear them. Mm. And knowing our demographics here are changing, we've got such a diverse ethnicity that language sometimes is a barrier. Mm. Uh, We've got more water spaces and affordability of craft. We've got a lot, therefore, a lot more new boat users. So those that haven't come through years of using craft are new to the space. Um, And research has shown that Maritime New Zealand, for example, last year did some research 
There's a very high population of our boaties now that are new to boating or they have very little prior knowledge um, and they're not fully aware of all the dynamic risks that are involved. So that poses a problem for our new craft users as well. Yeah. So you would, be, yeah. you would be saying that, you know, regardless of the conditions, how calm and perhaps sunny and pleasant it is, you should still have the, the life jacket and be wearing it. Correct, yes. correct. And the clarification too is the life jacket is, a, is an easy layman's term, but it's actually a personal flotation device and they come in all different shapes yes. and sizes nowadays and they're very much craft purpose fitting. So it's not just a dolly parton thing or one that is uh, not so fashionable. They're very, very user-friendly and they're very, very purpose are yes. uh, built now. So, yes, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, well, that makes sense because, I mean, they are much easier to wear in the old days. That I like your reference to yeah. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, we, we, they were like jackets, weren't they? I mean, they were life jackets, for goodness sake, but they they almost covered you. They're like wearing a, like wearing a puffer jacket. But uh, nowadays yeah, they're right. just a sort of a collar thing and, they, and they're much more easy. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. if you compare one that you might be using on a, um, a larger boat, like a larger vessel over six metres or something like that, to yes. one that you might be on a little when you're fishing craft or if you're paddle boarding or uh, sea kayaking. So all the PDFs are all different uh, shape sizes mm. and more purpose-built and, and therefore a lot more comfortable to wear. So yes, we're advocating for it to be a compulsory part of our bylaw now. So why do people not wear life jackets on the water, would you suggest? <laughs> well, a couple of things. One we've just touched on, comfort and fashion. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is we do actually have quite an attitude issue um, around some of our uh, boat users. So going back into the drownings, 85% are male and more than half are over the age of 45. And they've been on boats for years and years and, and almost have this attitude of, she'll be right, I've yeah. done this for, forever. I've been over that, that bar many a time with no issue. Um, but having said that, research shows, for example, Dr. Teresa Stanley has shown, shows that most adults actually have um, a perceived ability which isn't matching their actual ability. So when it comes to water competency, 91% of adults, for example, were tested, could they float for f um, five minutes? Their perception was yes, but when they were put in open water, only 2% could. Wow. So there's a real mismatch between what we perceive we can do and we perceive we're safe and, the, and the, then the actuals, yeah. which is quite scary. Could yeah, so that's one thing. It's about um, attitude and fashion. Um, the other thing is about equity and accessibility. Sometimes people say, oh, we just can't afford them, life jackets or PDFs of any form. But for a long time, um, our sector, our water safety and prevention sector, has been working on community education. So, for example, um, the campaigns Just Wear It or Come Home Safe or mm. Have a Him through ACCs. Um, we've got life jacket hubs around the Auckland region, Care of Drowning Prevention Auckland, where you can go in and, and for a cohort, just go and borrow a life jacket for a day or two, or mm -hmm. schools are booking them out, things like that. Coast Guard New Zealand, they've got a very good um, campaign go going called Old for New. So all of these initiatives are out in the community trying to reduce down that sort of um, cost factor or accessibility challenge for those. So we're trying to sort of have no excuses here. There should always be a, um, the opportunity to access mm. a life jacket of some form.
Mm. And I mean, if you can afford to take a boat out, you should be able to afford to have uh, it fully equipped with life jackets, really. You would hope so. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Mark, we often see the, the dog on the boat with the life jacket on, but not necessarily the skipper. <laughs> and, and that's not uncommon. Oh, Talk to Maritime dear. New Zealand, uh, Maritime Police, yes. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> We're funny beasts, aren't we, us humans? We're funny people. We are. We are. Any other quick water safety tips that uh, that you would like to add? Um, just a couple of things. If, if anybody is wanting to learn more about water safety messages and codes, there's always um, online e-modules to go on to, Drowning Prevention Auckland, uh, Coast Guard, New Zealand, uh, Water Safety New Zealand's websites. Um, but if they're interested in the bylaw change we're trying to make, we're just trying to make it more aligned to Waikato's, which is stronger. And if we can push it in our Auckland region, we would hope that throughout the country we'll be able to actually make that change. And it's all um, on the back of a regional strategy here. And we've got over 30 stakeholders around the mm the table all having that collective voice mm. and that collective goal of trying to keep everybody safe. And how long do you think it'll take? Do you think you'll get action on this quickly? Uh, we're hoping quicker than 2026, which is the usual bylaw rollover of refreshment, you know, refreshing. Mm. And um, so if we can work with the council, who I know that in behind the scenes, their regulatory committee have already started, we're hoping by the end of the year we will have something more aligned to Waikato. Ready in time for next summer. Fantastic. Ready in time. That's the plan. Good on you. Well, thank mm. you so much, Bronwyn. Appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, sharing You're your information. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for the opportunity to share. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.